Hello, and welcome to The Central Garden. I am The Central Seductress, a.k.a. Allure. Today, I have a guest, and we're going to be talking Polly. For those who live in the alternative lifestyle, we're going to put to rest some of the misconceptions that people have, and we're discussing solo Polly. So, grab a pen and paper, take notes, let's go. Today, I have a friend of mine, Name is V. Say hello to the people. Hi, peoples. Okay. So, yes, I wrote down questions. <laughs> <laughs> My first question is, how long have you been poly? Okay. So, back in the days, you know how some, like sometimes people say that they are into something, but they know what it was. So, like, wow, 20 years ago. Wow, when I was in college, <laughs> I had a boyfriend and then I wanted another one. And me being the um, upfront person that I am, I asked the new dude, do you want to be my second boyfriend? And he said no. And so, like, I thought that I was weird. And so I let that go and tried to be monogamous. Um, and then I learned about Polly and I've been doing that since 2015. I'm long-winded. It's okay. Okay. So when did you decide on solo poly? Okay, so solo poly, um, a great friend of mine, uh, we were talking about poly in a group chat and she had said, V, that sounds like you. And I was like, huh, interesting. And so I looked it up and I was like, okay, that does sound like me. But it kind of started about a year ago when I had um, broke up with one of my lovers. Okay. So what is the difference in solo poly versus regular poly okay so within polyamory poly means many and amory means love so it's many loves and there's different levels um or explanations and different ways that people want to do polyamory um but the main thing at the um, end of the day is the fact that it's many loves and uh, when it comes to solo polyamory, you can have different um, lovers. But what makes it a little bit different than regular polyamory is that you put yourself as the um, head, the one um, that runs it. Like, let me think. What's a better way to explain it like that? Um, it's all it's basically it's all about you. Um, and you may or may not live with your lovers. Um, and if you don't, you just don't do the whole relationship escalator thing. I don't know if that helped, but like, that's like a nuts and bolts kind of way to explain it. Okay. So this is not on my paper. So you have like a solo hierarchy. Can you believe it? I don't believe in hierarchy. When I do my solo polyamory, I am a relationship anarchist, which means I, I consider all of them on the same level and nobody is more important or higher than um, the other person. There might be at times when someone needs might be put before the others, but aside from that, I like to have them all on the same playing field. Okay, sounds good. Does your poly include men only? No, um, at this point in time it does, but um, I I'm bisexual. I'm open to ha to including women, but <laughs> women don't like me. <laughs> I don't know why, cause I'm fucking amazing. Oh, can I curse? Yes. yes. This is an adult podcast. <laughs> Hell yeah. So like, I'm fucking amazing. I don't understand, but I kind of get it because as a bisexual woman, some women don't want me. If they're lesbians whatever and then there's other women who would want me but they want me to be like the other woman well not the other woman but to be like a um 
and in addition to having a threesome with their husband or their boyfriend and that just doesn't work for me so so far it's just been me being polyamorous with men okay well we gonna hope you find your girlfriend yeah. <laughs> what advice would you give to someone considering poly okay um first of all i would say for them to know who they are um um I think that that helps know their why. You know, so many people say, find out what your why is. I think that, that matters. I personally, I'm not um, talking shit about someone, but I don't think that your why for being polyamorous should just be sex-based. Um, I don't even, I wouldn't even consider that poly. I would consider that more along the open relationship portion. Because again, with poly, it's you wanting to be in a relationship and wanting to be in love with that person. But I think that first off, that they should know their why in doing it. And they should, to the most part, know themselves. And uh, of course, read books. And of course, be open and upfront with their expectations, their intent. And, um, and letting people know. Because again... Especially with social media, there's this whole thing about polyamory where it looks that it's supposed to be a cisgender man with two cisgender women. And that's supposed to be all that it's about. And if it's the other way around, kind of sort of like what I have, the men are considered gay and that's not true, duh. But it's like, um, it's frowned upon. And again, people want it for the, the sex part. Or if they do decide to have, if they're in a relationship a heterosexual relationship and they decide to add another woman sometimes what they'll do is they'll add that other woman again just to be the maid or the um the vixen um sort of speak and i mean if the woman consents to it i think that that's awesome because i'm a consent oriented person but it's just when people think of polyamory they think of like it just being so sex-based and this third person um which is usually a woman is bisexual and that's all that she's good for, which, again, if they consent to it, that's cool. But I think it's just so much more to um, being polyamory than that. That's interesting because a lot of people do look at being poly as nothing but fucking. Right. I mean, <laughs> look, 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 let me tell you. <laughs> Ooh, wait, I, be, I be getting it in. <laughs> I do. Ooh, yeah, love me some sex. But, um that's not all that it is like i do have one lover where and i call all them lovers it's just easier that way um i do have one lover that it is more of a friends with benefits so do i have feelings for him yes um i go into it wanting and hoping to develop feelings with the with the person well the people they don't have to have it in return for me um my and it might sound weird as fuck but my reasoning for that is the fact that if i tell somebody i love them society makes it seem like okay you have to respond immediately with hey i love you too boo or whatever whether you mean it or not just to save that person's ego and i don't think that love works like that i ain't saying that it does or doesn't i just don't believe that it works that way so it's just for me if i love someone um i'll tell them because i'm an upfront person and i let them decide how they want our relationship because again whether it's friends with benefits platonic whatever i still think we're all in relationships and so for me it's like I tell them this if they are cool with the cool if they're not that sucks i'll be heartbroken but at least they know but they don't have to come back and be like oh my gosh v i love you too i mean if they do that's cool if it's the truth but you know they don't have to like what's that whole like saying like piss on me and say it's raining you ain't gotta do all that or whatever and <laughs> yeah so so that's what, <laughs> so that's what i feel like so they don't have to do that and so like i said that one particular lover 
um we're cool we talk or whatever like that but most of our conversations are sex-based and i'm fine with that because again we consented to it and stuff so again if that's what they want that's cool but at the end of the day there's just so much more to that than just sex okay hmm what does your poly look like to you my poly looks like to me all over the fucking place <laughs> there's like there's like no textbook way um it's kind of like what i've told people before like if like for example my favorite color is blue and it's not one of my secret uh answers or whatever like that so i don't mind sharing it so like um there's different uh variations of blue you know there's um royal blue sky blue and things like that so like for me when I um, say that I'm solo polyamory or polyamorous, um, people will consider that like blue. Like they know what that means. And then if I go into more detail, which I'm about to do, that will be more of like the sky blue. That's like me explaining it some more. So like even if I'm even though I'm about to explain what it looks like to me, it might be different for other people, but it just works for me. So like for me, um, like Janae Aiko said, I'm a hoe. Happiness over everything. You get it? Happiness over everything. Ah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a real deal song. But yeah, but that's what I feel like. I feel like at the end of the day, my happiness over everything. And so what I do with that is if these people make me happy, that's what works for me. So I have I have my dominant. Uh, we've been together since 2015. Um he knows about on um, the other lovers that I have um, we have that understanding and stuff so that works and then I have two other lovers one like I said as a friends would benefit the other one hmm, I've topped him before and I've been trying to manifest to have him be my boy I hope that works out that way um and then I have the other one that's a friends with benefits and for me I don't believe that one person can satisfy all of my needs i know mm. that i'm a very difficult person mm. at times yes. i'm all over the place at times and so i feel like i need to be around multiple people um and then multiple people brings out different sides of me so with all of them again i let them know that they're not the only one trying to be the only one that's a drake line by the way <laughs> and so um i let them consent to it if it works for them and then we talk about it and stuff and like i had said earlier i do the relationship anarchy so um to talk about that a little bit more it was it was like in the last relationship and i'm only bringing that up because it kind of goes with the related relationship anarchy so at that time last year i had um he's now an ex i had a boyfriend where he lived with me and he knew about my dominant like i said both of them knew about it but we were in a v a relationship where i'm at the bottom and then um as the letter v to the left and the right you know they have those lines so it's like one one would be the dominant and the other one would be me but it wouldn't be like a triangle because they didn't date each other and stuff and so like because i don't get to spend that much time or talk to my dominant as much as i would like to you know if he would call or answer uh if he would call me or text me or something like that i would answer and um not care how my um now ex-boyfriend would feel sort of kind of because for me they're all on the same level but it's like okay you live with me i see you a lot this guy doesn't so yeah if my sir calls i'm gonna answer so i kind of do that a little bit with my lovers now but um there's no need to because like the way our schedule and life is 
we don't get that much time with each other anyway so that's that and again um for me whatever i want um it's all about me so like again if i don't want to do something i won't well not with my sir though but with the other lovers <laughs> with the other lovers you know i let them know i basically run it i let them know what i want and we try to um, come to a consensus and spend time together with each other but it's just basically looks like at the end of the day it's all about me my needs and of course i reciprocate but it's like it's all about me and i'm not trying to like have children with them i'm not trying to live with them it's just like i just kind of want to love them from afar i guess that's the better way to explain it interesting i like the v analogy i've never heard anybody put it like that yeah they also will call it uh i want to call it a polycule i think that's another um slang for it that people will use when it's not a triad but yeah that's another way polycule try um not a triad i'm sorry polycule or a v that that means that there's one person who has two other partners but those two other partners don't Correct. oh yeah there we go thank you i don't know that was a ghost <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> but they don't connect gotcha. thank you ghost gotcha well, that has been very, very interesting. I learned some stuff that I did not know. For those that are listening, the Central Seductress, a.k.a. Allure, is not Polly. <laughs> My confidence level will not allow me to be Polly. Sorry. But I'll take a girlfriend. I'm just saying. But thank you, V. No problem. Thank you. Not a problem. So... Until next time, this is the Central Seductress, a.k.a. Alluring. Be sure to stop by my website, thecentralgarden.com. Find me on Facebook or Instagram. Until next time, have a good one. Bye. Welcome back. This is part two of the Poly Talk, and we have added an extra guest. <laughs> you want to tell everybody your name? Hi everybody, um, I'm Obi, aka the Big Thunder or Anaconda. <laughs> well, damn! <laughs> I was right. not expecting that. <laughs> okay. So we're going to continue the conversation with V and Anaconda Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Obi. I was just joking. Obi, okay. Okay. Hmm. Obi, hey. Okay. But we're going to continue the conversation. And these questions and the discussion is non-scripted. So, y'all know how I do. I like original stuff. And if we fuck it up, we fuck it up. But, hey, it's going to work. Okay. So, I had a conversation with a sibling about the solo poly. And she was saying that being solo poly, you're kind of a doormat. You're letting people walk all over you. And then you're having feelings for folks. And they're not having feelings for you. And this, then the third. So, V, what is your response to that? My response is, you can't, I don't feel like you can be a doormat if you are setting your boundaries and letting people know what you can or cannot do. That's kind of like um, with my dominant, I'm a, I'm a submissive for him. And some people consider submissives a doormat. And I disagree because we work within my limits and we have a conversation um, I would feel like the doormat is someone who just allows their partner, which is usually, a, unfortunately, a woman who's allowing her, her man to make all the decisions. I've been around 
um, some women who are fake bisexual women and they're only doing this for their husband um, or their boyfriend to me um, that's a doormat so I feel like if you own who you are and what you're into and you find a person or people who are okay with that then to me that's not a doormat okay uh Obi um like uh, adding to what Lauren was saying earlier about you know she's not secure in herself to be in a you know polyamory relationship so you have to be confident in yourself to know that you know uh like your partner is not necessarily stepping out on you but rather um adding someone to like the dynamic you know you have to be confident in that you know to be able to be in a like a you know polyamory like relationship um myself i actually discovered that recently that um uh, um because most of my relationships have not lasted, you know, very long. So I discovered that, you know, I'm not meant for a, you know, like a mono relationship, just me and somebody. Because like um, V was saying earlier, um, I, don't, I don't feel only one person can be able to provide you with everything that you need from a relationship. So like, you know, sometimes multiple people, you need multiple people to satisfy, you know, a particular, you know, need that you have. Um, so that's something that I'm discovering about myself also. Okay. Yeah, because, like, for me, my confidence level is not, mm-mm. And unlike V, if I were to try to practice polyamory, it would have to be a hierarchy because we're starting here together. And I need to know that when this shit falls apart, or if it falls apart, it's still going to be me and you. Mm-hmm. Or... When decisions need to be made, you're going to come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not worried about the, the feelings of stuff like that and the spending time. I just need to know that I still hold this particular place. Right. And my confidence, uh-uh. <laughs> yeah. But see, the thing about that is, like, even me, I go through that sometimes. Um, I feel... I'm not saying that jealousy is a good thing to have, but I feel like jealousy can occur. So first, I also think that someone, if they're going to add someone to their relationship, um, whether it's a V dynamic or they're doing a triad slash thruple, I think that they should, like you said, Lauren, that they should already have themselves a solid background because nobody, I don't think nobody should um, be forced to be like the clean up woman or a clean up man to a relationship. So they have to be that. But I feel like I'm secure with myself. But sometimes I do go through those times where it's like my, my dummy, like I said, in part one, I don't see him that often. And so we have ourselves um, a great relationship where we talk about things. And I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes when he tells me like, you know, if he topped another woman, I get jealous envious whichever way you want to describe it and it's only because it's like damn i know i miss him or damn i know how he tops me and stuff like that so it's like i don't think that polly will ever uh what's the word would ever like make that go away i I still feel like there'll be times when somebody could be insecure or not feel confident about themselves regardless it's it's natural to have a little bit of jealousy in a relationship i feel because, you know, it shows that there's a certain level of, like, you know, longing or, you know, commitment to a particular person to feel, you know, some, 
I'm not saying take it to the extreme where you're possessive. Oh, no. We ain't talking nobody. But at least show that you have a certain level of, like, you know, longing for somebody. That's, a, I guess, that's a better way to put it. Longing rather than or obsession. Yeah, yeah. Desire. Yeah. Yeah. Desire for somebody. Yes. Um, I think that's healthy, you know, in a relationship. I think so, too. It's, like you said, taking it to the extreme. Mm -hmm. That, that. Yeah, borderline psycho shit. I'm not <laughs> sure. Yeah. So let me ask this. Because my niece asked me this earlier. Mm -hmm. Do your partners know each other or do they just know about each other? Um, that's yes. A, that's a good question. Yes. Uh, yes and no. <laughs> well, okay. So um, my sir, he knows about all of my lovers. Um. He knows um, their nicknames, their names, might know how they look too if I take a picture with them. They, um, the, the lovers themselves, they know that he exists or they might know, um, they definitely know the dominant exists, my sir. Um, if there's another one, they know that that person exists, but they might not know like names or anything special like that. I would, uh, um, in a perfect world for me, it would be nice to have like a kitchen tape a kitchen table polyamory which basically means everybody can literally the metamors too and the metamors are my lover's lover but like you know everybody could literally sit down at a kitchen table and be cool with everybody um so yeah to answer that uh, they know they exist and that's about it that's 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 really interesting I, I know right because <laughs> i'm sitting here like if you can get that done bitch you have a ride <laughs> right right <laughs> You got divorced couples who can't even sit at the table. <laughs> right. You talking about your lovers and their, and their lovers. lovers and their lovers, lovers, lovers. Right. Can I just sit on the couch? I'm just saying. Oh man, that would be so cool. But you know, at the bare minimum for me, as long as um, as long as they know that the other person exists, and if there would be another person, like if we were like. Yeah, if we were like boyfriend and girlfriend, which I gotta figure out what that would even look like, but whatever. But if it was that and stuff, then I would be like, you know, again, I wouldn't have to sit down with her and stuff. It would just be again, let her know that I exist. We don't have to be friends. We can. That would be nice. But it's just one of those things. It's like for me, just consent oriented, so people can make their decision. However, there are different types of polyamory that exist where it's a don't ask, don't tell, where the partner literally doesn't want to know doesn't need to know they're not secure enough to know but for me i just want them to know that somebody else exists and we go from there isn't it not wouldn't that be considered cheating if your partner doesn't know that you're that's what i'm thinking other um, partners you know beside them yes and no okay so it would be cheating to the point if they just did it behind the person's back of course that would be cheating because cheating can occur in ethical non-monogamous relationships such as polyamory but there are some people who might be in this polyamorous relationship where they're like, you know what, babe, whatever, pet name, you know, you can do whatever it is that you want to do, you know, here are my stipulations, but you don't have to go into details because, you know, all of us are different. Some people can ha handle it. Some people can't. For me, um, when I was with my ex, I had this thing called compersion, which means I enjoyed seeing him around another woman. It didn't bother me. Um, not everybody has that. So, you know, we all have different boundaries and stuff. So it's like, it wouldn't be cheating if they had a decision, if they came to a consensus like, yo, we're going to be in a polyamorous relationship and this is what, what it's going to look like. And the person's like, you know what? I don't want to know. I don't need to know. Just, you can do it. 
but just spare me the details. So to me, that won't be cheating because that person consented to it being a um, don't ask, don't tell situation. Right. So okay. I personally won't want one of those because that would make me wonder like, because you know, it's so easy for somebody to say, oh, you know, so-and-so knows and you know, blah, blah, blah. And I don't want that. So if I came across somebody with a don't ask, don't tell, I personally wouldn't want that. I think I'd be, if I were to try to practice it, I think I would be really uncomfortable with the don't ask, don't tell. Right. You know. So let me ask you this. If you're on a date <laughs> <laughs> and say you got the don't ask, don't tell, but your partner knows that you're going out. Mm-hmm. What happens if they start blowing up your phone? <laughs> That's. I'm just saying. <laughs> You don't want to know, but you're going to interrupt it so I'm not having fun either. <laughs> see, that's ooh, see, that's another thing. I, I, I would think that that's not a, um, oh, I hate to do that whole true thing. I would think that that's not a true don't ask, don't tell, because it's like you're sabotaging what I got going on. And that sounds like an insecurity, yes. a jealousy. Yeah. So I think it would just have to be like, kind of like, hmm, I guess when it comes to like, you know, people joke around and be like, TMI, TMI, I don't need to know this. Yeah. I think that that's, I would assume, I've never done that, but I would assume, well, towards the tail end of my relationship with the ex-boyfriend, we did a don't ask, don't tell, because he couldn't handle it. But that, yeah, blah, blah, blah. He couldn't blah, handle the don't ask, don't tell. Shit, he couldn't, <laughs> hell, he couldn't handle the damn thing. But, <laughs> but, I, but I would think that when it comes to that, I think it would, I think the don't ask, don't tell would be along the lines of too much information, whatever that may sound like to the partner like oh babe that's too much information i don't need to know that so that's in my mind what i think that it would be okay so i like the i like the idea of it because i know that i'm a lot to take so i can have somebody that i can laugh and joke with right. i can have somebody that i can be emotionally vulnerable with right i can have somebody that i can have these deep-seated retarded conversations mm -hmm. that i love to have right yeah but my ass has a one penis policy, so. <laughs> but I don't know. That probably still could work because you can't. Can you not be emotionally poly? You can. I, I, I feel like you can. You can have, you know, multiple people that satisfy a particular emotional need that you have. Yeah. Um, so in that situation, it's an emotional polyamory relationship. Okay. See, I'm learning. I'm learning. <laughs> yeah, I think that would. I think that could work too. I think. Um, I think, again, what separates it is, like, when people think of open relationships, they think of, like, swingers and stuff. And that's what I think, too, because when it comes to an open relationship, that's more of a sex-based. Mm -hmm. um, so, get in, get out, get your nut, and you're done. Um, we don't. Maybe we'll be friends, but it doesn't go any further than that. But, you know, the husband and wife or however it works, they know, whatever. So, I would think, yeah, the same thing. I would agree that, you know, we can, you can have yourself... Uh, a relationship because you know if you were a monogamous and um what's that there's this thing called emotional an emotional affair i think that's yeah yeah so i would think that if in my mind i would think that if it looks wrong to a certain degree in a monogamous relationship that again it could be okay in a polyamorous as long as the person knows so i think that it is possible to have an emotional polyamorous relationship with one or more par partners okay so now let's get to the good stuff. <laughs> let's get to the good stuff. Okay. Do you ever compare your lovers? <laughs> um, <laughs> techniques and, you know. <laughs> it would be hard not to compare, you know. I mean, because at the end of the day, each 
person is different. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, and everybody brings something different yeah, out of you sexually. Yeah. It just depends on their chemistry. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, my therapist tells me not to compare, but I agree with OB that it's difficult to compare. But I think, again, there's nothing wrong with the comparison as long as I guess you're not trying to change that other person. Like, oh, you know, so and so. Like making it a competition. Yeah. 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 Them. Yeah. That part. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, comparing, you know, it's good. And who knows? You might be like, hey, babe, let me teach you this because i learned i ain't gonna say who but i learned yeah. that you know i like this this and that so do that for me you know yeah i think it's okay that's the fastest way to make somebody insecure is to say oh yeah i learned this from this other person Ooh. that i slept with Ooh. <laughs> right so that's yeah. tacky <laughs> that's tacky yeah yeah you, you ain't lying that's hey, hey baby uh so me and such and such was getting getting it in and you know, they stuck their finger in my ear while they were stunning <laughs> me from the back. And can you do that? What? Yeah, that's a get up. That's a SpongeBob. I'm out. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, we, we ain't gonna say no names. We just gonna be like, you know what? Let's try this. I, yeah. I, read, I read this on Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I was watching such and such. Or you know, me and my girlfriends, we were just sitting around talking, shooting and shit. Let's try this. Right. See, yep. <laughs> you gotta get colorful. Cause yeah. at the end of the day. Even in a monogamous relationship or a poly relationship, everybody has feelings, everybody has emotions, everybody right. has insecurities. Yep. They may yep. not be on the forefront. Right. And you don't want to be the person triggering something. Right. In somebody and end up on the news. <laughs> because that's the thing. People people think that because a person is in a polyamorous relationship that cheating doesn't occur or this like no it, it can it's because it's like to me cheating is anything that a person did that we didn't agree that was okay to do yeah and um yeah i had a a, a friend they were married and they were practicing poly and the husband cheated and i just didn't understand that because you have permission mm-hmm to date, sleep, whatever with other women. Yet you went behind your mm. wife back and apparently these other women too. I think what? It, I think it's the psychological thrill of knowing that you're getting one over somebody. Mm. So even even though, you know, he, uh, he does have permission to sleep with other women, but well, he wants to know that he did it behind his wife's back. Ooh. Yeah, well, they divorced now. <laughs> How did that work out for you? <laughs> and that brought up a good point to like what I be talking about to other people because they look at me weird when I say I'm poly and these same people who look at me weird be doing the same thing but the, the difference between me and them is that they're up front. You know, like social media all about the sneaky link and all about the side person, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, Okay, at least with mine, <laughs> like they know and they can make a decision, yeah, right? Everybody know on the up and up, they're right? Not, you're not sliding inside nobody's DMs. No, nope. anybody yeah. back. But right. I think I think with anything, any relationship, you have to have a level of maturity. Ooh, yes. Yeah. And maybe it's just me, but once you get past between thirty two and thirty six. Baby, sneaking links is over. Yeah, one night yeah. stands, all that thrill shit. It, 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 yeah, well, it's too much shit out here, <laughs> right? And folks crazy. People exactly. shooting you because you don't want to be with them, right? 
no. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Now, Obi, you mentioned something during our break. You said that you the poly thing, but you don't want your partners to have other partners. Is that because of a health conscious thing or ego thing? What is oh, it? Oh, no, it's just because I'm selfish. I don't like it. I don't <laughs> See, know. He knows it. I like that. He, yes. he knows it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I don't like to share. So. <laughs> Because there are so many people out here who who want to have a one penis policy, and it's it's usually men. You know, yeah, I can stick my dick in women or whatever, but she can't have no other. And you know, they put it on the disguise of like boundaries or whatever, like that. But I like that, Obi. You're like, yeah, I I just I'm selfish. I can't handle it. I like it. <laughs> so since we on this this sex thing, let me ask. This probably might be the last question with both of y'all. I know, V, your partners are not gay. Obi, all your partners are women. Would it ever come a time that you and your partners may engage in a threesome? That's a good question. Is that something that you want or you cool with? Because from talking to different people, especially on social media, especially the men, they have these multiple women and they want the women to play. And sometimes the women are going along to keep him. And that's wrong. You're pretending to be by mm-hmm. to keep him, but you're not happy. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it seems it's kind of a, a, a C and C. Consensual, not consensual. Yeah. Mm, gotcha. That, that's what it seems like to me, and I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, It's, it's just a uh, social stereotype or stigma that, you know, most men love women to be with each other, but they, they can't stand being with another, you know, man. You know, because I guess that makes them gay or whatever. Um, me, personally, I've never had a threesome. Whoa. What? Yes. <laughs> That's going to be another topic. Right. Pin <laughs> <Hand> drop. <laughs> right. I've, I've never had a, a threesome. You know, it's not that the opportunity has not presented itself, but I just never, you know, took took it. Um, they saw the anaconda and said, no. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want this anaconda in my buns. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think, I think I'll be open to it. You know, it's not, it's not something that I'm against. You know, necessarily, I'm, I'm open with two men and one woman or, you know, two women, one man, you know, like whichever. Male, yeah. female, male, or female, male, female. Hmm. Um, let me see. Now, with my sir, he doesn't particularly like um, two women and him threesomes, which works for me because that means I'm the star of the show. So <laughs> I've had I've had um, male, male, female, because me being the female, um, threesomes with him before. Um, so yeah, and I've had um, with my ex, I had uh, another woman and him threesome before. We did that twice. Um, I. I don't like to say never, um, but I don't know if I would want to have a threesome with my two lovers. I think I'm fine with having us have a one-on-one or us bringing somebody else for a one-time only uh, situation. Again, I'm not saying never, but yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, it doesn't do anything for me to want to have both of them at the same time at this point. 
Now, do you feel that that will cause some kind of competition between them? Because, you know, they know that they are in a relationship with you without making them more, like, you know, see each other as rivals? As rivals? Hmm. I know my sir won't give a fuck. I mean, he... he He's just very confident, so I don't think he would. Um, I don't think that it would just be a rival. I think it's like, again, as we had said earlier, different people bring out different sides. And so, like, I don't know, as I'm thinking of it, I don't, I don't know how I could have that happen with two of my lovers and me. Because one brings out this, like, female dominant personality so i would be running the shit and then the other one he doesn't bring that side out of me so i just don't know how that would work so we're gonna leave it up to the people we need to vote for <laughs> right yeah. vote should she have her lovers in a threesome or should she just keep them Separate. Yes, y'all vote on that. Yeah, you'll get the results in the next episode. Talk right. right. Yes. Yes. To me. <laughs> so yeah. I think that I think that sometimes, like we've been talking, the sexual energy, it'll be weird if you have a lover who makes love to you, and then you have a lover who fucks you, Ooh, that's and different. gets kinky with you, and y'all trying to do a threesome. And he slow stroking you and dude like, man, what? look, let me choke up. <laughs> how the hell are you gonna get choked in the slow stroke? <laughs> yeah, how the, yeah. I had I don't know, hmm, I haven't heard from he was a lover. I don't know if he still is one. I ain't heard from him in like a month, so we just gonna say he don't exist no more. But like, yeah, he would make love to me and my um sir would always laugh at me when i would talk about it so yeah i couldn't yeah i couldn't see myself having to do something with him at all no yeah i think that would be weird and then go back to what obi said about the competition thing this is what i always i used to tell people who always especially me and talking about some we ain't gonna be no sword fighting in here you stay on your side of the bed i'm gonna stay on my side of the bed this and the third i've heard yeah. that before but it's weird because I think a lot of men are naturally competitive, yeah. especially when it comes to sex. And so I used to say, so you want a threesome with you and two women, but she can't have one with you and another dude. What, you mad because he going to have her climbing the wall? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that shit. Again, I, I, I feel like if it's okay, you know, that's what they want. But yeah, that's, and I think that's what kind of like, the way that I carry myself and, and my thought process, I think that's kind of like why my lovers are like not on the boyfriend, girlfriend, even though, like I said, I'm still trying to figure out what that would look like if we wanted to be. But I think that's what it is, is because I have so much agency over my sexuality, whereas there are some women who don't. So like they just go with the flow of whatever the man said in hopes to keep them. Because uh, I know some women who, like I said, are fake bisexual or whatever, or bisexual, and they've had threesomes with another woman, They're, or they've been to Swingers Club, and it's them and another woman, but I rarely hear them sleeping with another man by themselves in just a twosome or just regular sex or whatever, or their significant male other and another dude, so yeah. This has been really, really interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I learned a lot from... I guess V. Yes. Yeah, that's what I do. That's what <laughs> yes. I do. Yes. 
And, and then since you just said our guest. <laughs> <laughs> like, I thought this was a Central Garden. Like, it is a Central Garden podcast. Yes. He said, "Our like okay." So oh, but it's okay. You, you snakes all in the be, garden. Yeah, you'll all be hearing from uh Obi more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we do a lot of uh. Ooh, what do we call it? We do a lot of sensual play together. Yes. Yeah. So yeah, when we uh get ready to do some stuff, y'all will hear from us. This has been absolutely lovely. Yay, yes, it has been. Yeah. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. I'm still, no, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I still not, can't do it. It's not for everybody. It's not yeah. for the faint at heart. Oh, yeah. It, it's not. You have to be very secure in yourself. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I'm confident in me. But I'm not confident in me. <laughs> if that makes any right. sense. And they need to it have they need to have more like a woman with like multiple guys. That needs to start being the norm. Cause again, from the people who know that I'm poly because I don't hide it too much or whatever. Um, yeah, like they just want two girlfriends and like I said in part one and make it all sexual and stuff like that. And it's weird if they would be another boyfriend to the woman or whatever. And again, when you think of poly, polygamy, all that other stuff, you think of like a man and two women. And it's like, I want it, I would like for it to be considered mainstream one day where it's like normal to see a woman with more than one guy. But men egos probably won't happen. You have the male ego and sadly too many women are worried about what somebody else going to say or think. Right. Yeah. That's so true. that's you know, you already get the side eye from family when you tell them that you're not going with the traditional stuff. And some of your friends be like, What the fuck? So it's kinda like, Yeah, let me keep this in a box and never act on anything. Yeah, well see man, I be trying to convert people. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> trying to convert um adults of course but i'd be trying to convert uh more black people people of color to bdsm so i'd be talking about that shit and i'd be trying to um get people into polyamory like i'd be trying to convert people over well, and speaking of family i know you said that you was gonna wrap it up so y'all can stop me at any time but like um my teenage daughter knows that i'm polyamory um and i outed my sexuality to her before and my polyamory now she hasn't met any of the lovers but she knows they exist and it's been supportive she's been very supportive of it so that's cool that's what's up yeah that's what's up <laughs> well v mentioned bdsm y'all know i've done a couple of things talking about bdsm i am looking to get deeper into some stuff so stay tuned this is the sensual seductress aka alluring thank you v Thanks. thank you ob until next time good people bye